Hello, greetings. Thank you for tuning in once again to Yours Truly No Rules. I am your host, Mobalaji Ogunleye, your friend from afar, your new friend in your mind, and your newest friend in your heart. Make room for me. Today on episode one, um, I want to discuss some of my pet peeves, or let me rephrase that, a pet peeve of mine that is often practiced within the African community, specifically in the Nigerian community, and most specifically in the Yoruba culture. And that pet peeve is... um, that pet peeve is suppressing a child's ability to express themselves without ramification. Now, I said the only rule here is that there are no rules, and that rule still stands. But this is a pet peeve that I just, I tried to archive and just wouldn't go away. And being that this platform has been cathartic for me and will continue being cathartic for me, I felt the need to share it. And if you can relate, good. If not, good. Um, I'm a believer of opinions and I truly never take anyone's experience for granted. So my hope is that you wouldn't take my experiences or anyone who shares their stories on this platform uh, for granted or make jest of it or undermine it. No. At the end of the day, we all need to respect each other regardless of our differences, because at the end of the day, we're more similar than we are different. All right. So this pet peeve, again, as I said, is suppressing a child's opinion, suppressing a a person's uh, ability to express themselves without ramification. Now, before I get into this story, I am a person that believes in transparency. If you know me, then you know me. And if you don't, then you'll get to know me. I believe in I believe in in telling the truth. I believe I never tell the story from one side of um from one side of the you know spectrum to make myself look better and make the other person look bad. No, you're going to get the story when it's being narrated from me from all sides. So recently I had a disagreement with uh, my, an elder, let's put it that way. And the elder was clearly wrong. Now, Family members had called a meeting in the name of trying to settle the issue. But based off of my experiences with this this elderly, you know, this elderly uh, individuals, um, nothing mediation. It, it, it's not their calling. Long story short, uh, the elder in question shared her part of the story and I I overheard what was being said because you know I feel like they talk secretly you know secretly and then try to bring the child in. And in this in this uh case I'm a child. I'm not in my I am not a child. I'm I'm a 30 something year old woman and I'm proud of it and I believe after a certain age uh there's a way you need to talk to an adult despite the fact that there's an age gap. So I overheard what was being said and I intercepted it and asked, told the elder to wipe her crocodile tears 
because it was all a show. Okay. Um, and I made it clear to her that you cannot con a con artist because I'm the number one, the number one con artist. And I peep game when I see it. If there was an Academy Award, she wouldn't have won, but she definitely would have received a nomination. Long story short, as we were, as they were attempting to bring peace into the situation, I was expressing myself and expressing myself in the best way I know, which is the only way I know. And I'm not going to lie. I, could, I, I can probably work on my delivery, but when it comes to certain situations, delivery goes out the door. I go for the jugular, straight shooter, no chasing. And uh, I addressed some issues. Now, I have a thing with my mind where there's certain things that I just simply cannot forget. Dates, times, smells, what I wore, all that stuff. And I remember, you know, addressing certain things with this individual, how there have been several opportunities, several times that I extended an olive branch. And each time, because I was the younger one in the party, I would have to apologize. And I never could swallow that pill. Never. Could never just like bypass it and say, oh, um, you know, it is what it is. It, it, it was always like archived, but always brought, it wasn't a cold case. Anytime something rubbed me the wrong way, it was easy for me to be triggered like that. So as we were attempting to dialogue, it turned into a screaming fest. And I remember watching a show uh, in, in Inyanla. You guys call it Inyanla Van Zandt. And she said something when she was trying to resolve conflict. She said that um, when a person is communicating how they feel and it's not being received by another party, that person communicating will shout in an attempt to get you to hear what they're saying. And in that situation, that's exactly what happened. It became like a screaming match. Like, you didn't do this, I didn't do that. And then somewhere down the lane, it was brought up that because I was the younger one, I needed to apologize to the older one. When it was clear as day, the elder one was the one that was at fault. I kindly re re you know, uh, responded with a, it'll be a cold day in hell before a S-O-R-R-Y ever fell out of my mouth for something that I was wronged for. And now some of you might say that's prideful, that's disrespectful. And again, like I said, you're entitled to your opinion. But after dealing with something that has turned into a vicious cycle, you begin to identify it as abuse. You begin to identify it as, Let's just say the abuse is, is the umbrella. So everything negative that falls under it to the point where this individual is easy to trigger you to places that you you thought you healed from, whether it was therapy, do, through prayer, through meditation, through, through journaling. So, you know, it's not easy to just let go. You know, for instance, the, 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 the mediating uh, elder had mentioned that you know, we need to let go of things and allow things to stay in the past. And I was like, no, what just happened was five minutes ago. Five minutes ago, was that not the past? And five minutes from now, will it not be the past? All right. I am a true believer of accountability 
versus justification. And in this in the, in this person's place, in her opinion, she felt what she had done was wrong. But you know, if five people are telling this, you know, telling the same story, then there nine times out of ten, there's something wrong with the person that is saying another story. And I could be wrong. Again, this is just my opinion. These are my feelings. So um, as it was going back and forth, back and forth, I, I, the second mediating parent said that in our culture, which is the Yoruba culture, for most of you, I don't know about the Igbo culture or the, the Ausa culture or the Delta culture, whatever the situation is that when if an adult offends a child, the child is wrong. And if a child offends the adult, the child is still wrong. So I, I think I switched it. So I think it's more of if a child offends an adult, the adult, the child is wrong. And if, no, I just repeated that. If an adult offends a child, excuse me, the adult is right, the child is wrong. But if the child uh, offends the adult, the child is still wrong. So either way, in that analogy, the child is still wrong, which I think it's bang out of order. It's a tradition that was used to suppress. And I and, and when this the second mediating adult mentioned that, I said, are you forgetting that I'm the adult of tomorrow? Are you forgetting that those are traditions that have gotten us nowhere. Have you forgotten that um, it's 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 like I don't even know. I just I just went off on a tangent. Then that same adult was like, the Bible says, started quoting the Bible, and I was like, you know what? If we're gonna quote the Bible, let's quote it in its entirety. You can't quote the Bible to fit what argument you're trying to, 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 to prove. For instance, I don't know how many of you have experienced this. You know, you're trying to have a, a, an honest community, you know, a dialogue with your parents or an elder. And they say, the Bible says, honor your mother and father so that it is, you, you, it might be well with you and your days may be long. But those same people quoting the Bible forget that it also says, do not provoke the spirit of the child. I am a true believer that for every action, there's a reaction. And for every reaction, there's either a consequence or a benefit. Most of the time, it's a consequence. If you do, it's like, I'm not calling us animals, but it's like you going to a dog and poking the dog. The first time the dog is going to growl. The second time it's probably going to growl again. The third time is going to attack. Everybody has their limit. But for us, in the Nigerian community and uh, and the and the African community to continuously suppress a child's ability to express themselves i don't think a lot of our parents and a lot of uh, of of us have realized the emotional abuse and how much of us are arrested uh, developmental wise um you know we have coping mechanisms i know a lot of people who are successful who are on drugs who are antidepressants, who who just don't get it because they never had the opportunity to be free. Now, I all I also believe in limits. You know, I don't compare us to a lot of I, I like our culture. 
but the, it needs a revision. It needs to be archived or it needs to be completely annihilated. So pick your poison. You know what I mean? Like, how can somebody come to you and express something to you and then you turn it around and tell them that they are everything under the sun but a child of God because a culture tells you otherwise? It's abusive and I'm done with it. You know what I mean? I'm done and I'm done and I'm done and I'm not going to swallow that pill. I've never swallowed it. It's only lingered itself in my mouth. And I'm going to encourage my listeners not to accept that abuse anymore. Um, don't be like me and not really care about delivery. I'm a work in progress. We're all works in progress. But don't ever allow anyone to suppress you and oppress you. We already live in a society where we're constantly under everybody's scrutiny. We're constantly judged, you know, not only just by our skin color, by our accents, or by something as small as the pronunciation of our names, the spelling of our names, you know? We, so why deal with this externally and then return back home and, to, and deal with it internally? You know, a lot of our, a lot of the things we experience in our culture, in my opinion, is gaslighting. It's gaslighting. You know, um, I've only had one person that was elderly that ever said he understood where I was coming from. You know what I mean? And And then he mentioned something, which I always knew, but it was refreshing to hear it from an adult. When you hear it from an adult and, and the, ad, the, the adult or the adult, whatever, I, if you hear that, that's just depending on my mood. He said, it's rebellious, it's disrespectful when it's the truth. I'm going to repeat that again. It's rebellious, it's disrespectful, you're out of order if it's the truth, when it's the truth. If it's anything else that will would uh anything else that taint anything that may taint the image of whatever is being presented um you know anything that's being presented I, I just lost my train of thought let me just go back to what that is you know I there are things that I have said that have been the truth and I've I've been told I was disrespectful for instance you know um those elders knew where I was coming from when I was expressing myself, but because they did not want to seem like they were siding with the younger person in the party, it was disrespect. It was, if you don't stop that, I would slap your face. And I'm looking at them. I was like, you know, I don't do threats. I do promises. But what we're not going to do is now start threatening and regardless of what the issue was, I continued to express myself. You know, I growing up, I've always been the troublemaker, the, the, you name it, whatever it was, it was me. But I always, I, for a long time, I always used to tell myself, oh, I'm misunderstood. And reality, it's not a misunderstanding. It's just, they don't, yes, they misunderstand me because they don't take the time to get to know me. Believe it or not, um, there are people who still look at me as if I'm five years old, I'm six years old. And I'm looking at these people like, you're really stuck in the past. 
You know, if we're going to, again, quote the Bible, when you're a child, you think and act like a child, but as an adult, you do and you think as an adult, you know, and I see a lot of these people, you know, uh, misusing their ranking as adults and using, you know, it's a lot of abuse. Now, I said this place was going to be a platform from lots of laughter and joy, but sometimes we have to go down the journey of what may have uh, uh, caused bitterness or sadness or depression or tears in order to get to that happy place. Um, But I just had to get this off of my chest because I started this podcasting to as a source of catharsis. I, I mentioned that in the trailer, just to kind of free myself from a lot of the things that I experienced because it could it, a lot of the things I experienced cannot be isolated. I refuse to believe it's isolated. I refuse to believe I'm the only person that is misunderstood, therefore labeled, and without without any effort judged, judged even without an utterance. Um, and I think enough is enough. Um, and I feel like I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of, again, living by these foolish rules that have gotten us nowhere. These traditions, these traditions of, of old dead people that were created out of nowhere to keep us stuck and limited. I feel I said this year, 2021, was going to be me first. It would be God first, me, and then everything else other, you know, comes after. I want to encourage you guys to free yourself. I want to encourage you guys to to live your best life. Because for those of you who are parents, I want to encourage you to be mindful of the things that you say and you do to your child. You may not like it because it's uncomfortable. But there's sometimes we need to be honest. And sometimes we know the truth is uncomfortable. But like the word says, the truth will set us free. If you cannot be honest with family members, then what are we? Just placeholders? I don't know if that makes sense. I'm just speaking out of my, just speaking at this point. Because it's just very frustrating to, to want to communicate to loved ones, but you're constantly walking on eggshells. There's, I, I feel like a majority of African homes, and I, I majority, there's no honesty. There's no transparency. Everything is a fucking facade, and I'm sick of it. Excuse my language. No, do not excuse my language. Sorry. I am done with it. I am done, you know, being the innocent party who still has to apologize for something that uh, for something that you didn't cause all right i think it's it messes up with everyone's mental health you know it causes unnecessary trauma it uh creates vicious cycles like this is not a freaking dryer and washing machine you know and if a lot of us don't deal with it for those of us who aren't parents we end up creating generational generational curses and 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 unnecessary unnecessary trends because we haven't dealt with situations that have bothered us in our childhood no more suppressing no more archiving no more ignoring if something bothers you 
find a way to deliver it. Deliver it to the best of your ability, but make sure it's delivered so that you can sleep peacefully that night. You know what I mean? Like, I am not a type of person that can keep malice, right? Um, I have to speak my peace or I will physically become ill. I always tell people the day I stop talking, the day I go silent is the day you should be concerned about me. But if I'm expressing myself and telling you, hey, I don't like what's going on and it needs to stop or whatever, take it. You know, I'm not going to be one of those people that, oh, you end up on the ID investigation. You're going to hear me talking about that a lot because that channel has opened up my eyes to a lot of real life shit. Okay. You know, you see a couple and you see them together and everything looks like it's all gumdrops and roses and whiskers and mittens. You know, if you watch The Sound of Music, shout out to The Sound of Music. You see them and then you watch them on the show and you find out XYZ was found with an ice pick. It stuck in her brain and 55 stab wounds. And then the neighbor's like, they were such a loving couple. They never argued before. No. And then the husband's like, I was, I was never able to be free. Or the wife was like, I wasn't free. And I just snapped. No, don't wait for yourself to get to that point of no return where you black out or you snap or you say things that you don't, you, you, you don't mean or you regret. I feel like I want to encourage everyone to express themselves. If the person doesn't speak to you, fine, but you have your peace. One thing I learned is you're responsible for what comes out of your mouth. You're not responsible for how the other party processes it, you know? And I'm at this stage of my life where it is imperative for me to develop, to develop, um, boundaries and healthy boundaries. Um, there's some family members that I just won't mess with. There's some family members that are keeping malice with me from 1996 when I was flat chested and, and, and still growing in teeth. You know what I mean? Um, and I refuse to lose sleep. I refuse to make sense of a ridiculous thing. So I say this to say, it might be ranting to some of you and it, this message may make sense to some of you. But the abuse, the cycle ends with you. You know, you need to draw boundaries. You need to express yourself. Because a lot of us, when we don't express ourselves, we end up displacing our anger to, to innocent bystanders. I've been, I've been guilty of that. You know, and I refuse to jeopardize my overall health and, and peace for people who don't care. Um, at the end of the day, what is wrong is wrong and what is right is right. All right. And I'm done sugarcoating. I'm done giving elders the pass to get away with murder because they are the elder. I'm done with the, the abuse. I'm done with the, I'm just done. I know I've said this. And so the more duns you hear, the more done, you know, I am. Um, so the moral of the story is it's a pet peeve. You'll never see me side with a guilty part party. Um, I'm not going to hide behind closed doors saying, oh, because you're the elder, I'm not going to put you out on front street. I'm not going to insult you in front of an elder, you know, a child, but I'm going to let you know, bro, sis, you're wrong. 
because it, it it a lot of us are are like walking zombies. We're not happy. We are living under false pretense, and it's because it's a lot of how our foundation was built. Now, you know, um, in the next podcast, um, my my goal is, like I said, we're gonna have fun, but we need to clear up the debris. We need to to uh, a lot of our homes are hoarded up with emotional trauma, verbal trauma, physical trauma. All of this needs to be thrown out before we can have fun. We're going to have fun cleaning up because when we clean up and we clear out the debris and we see things not from jaded lenses, but from a clear, clear, crystal clear perspective, then we can start to heal. Then we can heal as individuals. Then we can heal in our relationships. Then we can actually destroy generational curses, generational cycles, generational patterns, whatever you want to call it, it'll be broken. And then we can clear paths. I'm not saying life is perfect. Like they say, wahala be like bicycle, wahala no they finish. It doesn't finish but at least you'll have the proper mechanisms, at least as you're climbing uh, uh, one hurdle and preparing for the next, you will know what to do. You will know how to cope and you will know how to deal. Um, how Not how to deal, excuse me, how to move forward. Um, so I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for those who supported. I want to thank those who um, who encouraged me, um, to move forward with it. Your, your support is highly, highly appreciated. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter at eloquently mo, Instagram at eloquently mo. And if you want to share your stories, you can share your stories at yours, truly no rules at gmail.com. And I'll make sure I keep your name anonymous just to know what your experiences are. Now, the next episode might be a little serious. It might be funs and ga- fun and games, but we're, we're, we're going to grow. We're going to evolve. Um, I'm not doing this for, for, for monetary purposes. My hope is that my stories will be healing to you as your stories will be healing to me. And somehow we can just grow from the, 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 the bounds of being, you know, arrested in a culture, in a culture that sometimes just doesn't make any sense. So, um, I really, again, appreciate it. So feel free to share your stories. Uh, feel free to share, please rate it. Uh, I am on Apple podcasts. Now I am on Google podcasts. I'm on Stitcher. I am on Spotify. I'm on Podchaser. I'm on Deezer and I'm on listen notes. Please support yours truly. No rules. And uh, have a good, you know, just just make sure you do what is best for you. Make sure you're good before anyone is good. Um, and thank you.